Hey, good morning, everybody. John Millen, Benefit Hackers. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about the missing 20%. This is an issue that comes up so many times. So if you're a, a human resource manager or a chief financial officer or even the owner of a company, I think this will be really important for you because we're going to talk about how an area of coverage that you might have now or you might be considering actually has 20% or 30% in some cases less coverage than you think you're paying for. And it's a very simple concept, but it's one that is rarely talked about. And we're talking about the missing 20% in your disability coverage. Now, I know when people hear disability, they start to like, oh, fall asleep. But just pay attention here just for a few minutes because I want to explain this really important concept because no one cares about disability insurance unless you go on claim. They're like, oh my gosh, what am I getting? How was it structured? Who designed this? Why do I have to wait so long? It ends after this much time? That's when you realize, and I've had um, many people that I know personally um, that have gone out on claim, and I'm telling you, when that happens, they're not like, boy, I'm so glad I spent, I should have spent less time learning about this. It's always something that you that you plan for, but you need to take the time. Now, why is this missing 20%? When I explain it, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I've never heard this before. And at the end, I'm gonna tell you why. Why I think you've never heard about this. Now, maybe never is a strong word. I would say the majority, the significant majority, 90% of you probably won't. And how do I know? Because I bring it up all the time when I work with a client and they don't know about it. So, you know, I just have this feeling that 90% of the time, They've never heard about it. They're missing 20%. It's very simple. Disability insurance pays you if you get sick or injured, right? And when you and I'm talking about in this case, I'm talking about an employer-funded, employer-paid short-term disability contract or a long-term disability contract. Now, this is disability insurance, not long-term care insurance, okay? Long-term disability means you can't work because you have cancer, you break your leg, you get into a car accident, you have a kidney stone, you're pregnant. You can't work because of a sickness or accident after a defined waiting period, which is called elimination period in calendar days. Then it kicks in and it pays you a percentage, a large percentage of your salary so that you can get better and get back to work. So, this is so important. I want you to listen up. So, whenever an employer pays for either a short-term or long-term disability, you are taking that as a tax deduction, correct? Most companies do because, hey, I'm paying for the bill. Absolutely, it's coming off my, my top line and it reduces my taxable income. What people fail to remember after that next, after that piece is that if someone goes on claim and they actually get paid from the contract that you're paying for, one of your employees, that is a taxable event to them. Now, I'm not a tax attorney, so I gotta give you the obligatory, consult your tax attorney, but I'm telling you, it's taxable. Maybe not in every single state, but in here in Virginia, most states it is. It's a taxable event because the IRS doesn't like the employer getting a tax deduction and the employee getting a tax deduction, right? They're gonna get their taxes somewhere. And where they're getting it is when you go on claim, it's coming out of that claim amount that the employee gets. Either, most of the time, right off the top, or some allow you to, to, to 
reconcile your own taxes at the end of the next tax year, which is a nightmare. People are not good with taxes. So I, I, I don't recommend doing that unless you're, you're savvy and you can and you can manage that. But the average employee is not going to do that. They're going to get it taken out right away. And so you think you're getting 60% of your income, your paycheck, coming to you. But in reality, it's more like 40%. It's a third less. It's 30% or more less. If you're a higher income, a little over 100 grand, it's almost 40, over 44%. So I'm just keeping it really simple that a third of that disability check is being taxed and taken away in taxes. Now, if you knew that, great. But I'm telling you, when I say, can you live on 40% of your income? People are like, I can't live on 100% of my income. No. I'm like, okay, well, that's what's going to happen if you ever go and claim the way it's structured now. And it's eye-opening. And so there's a remedy for this, but I want to first talk about what the problem is. The problem is, yes, the employer gets a deduction, which is great. But very few employers in my 19-year career of being in benefit meetings. So we've been in employee benefits for 19 years. I've been through probably thousands of, I don't, I can't even count, just employee benefit meetings where I've heard people pitch all their benefits and I've been part of it. I've been all of it. Rarely do they ever say, oh, by the way, this is not really 60% of your income and you're going to pay tax on that first. They never mention it. The broker never mentions it. The employer never mentions it. Why? Because I don't think they know. Or they just don't want to say because you don't want a little just a little rumbling in the room, right? So um, so that's the deal. Now, if you're okay with that, cool. I'm telling you there's a better way. And so the missing 20%, I hope you understand it now, is you think you're getting 60%, you're really getting 40. Hope you follow the math. It's real simple. If, if, if taxes are, let's say, 25% federal and 5% state, that's 30, you're taking 30% away from 60. So 30% of 60 is roughly 20, and 20 minus 60 is 40%. Your income is 40. That's what you're getting. And most people will be shocked if it's not enough, because a lot of times the employer disability amount for instance, on a short-term contract, it might pay maximum $1,000 a week. I'm dealing, working with a client right now, a new client, $1,000 a week max. Well, that's assuming 60%. Now, that covers most people, but when you chop off a third of that, some people you're talking about like $400 a month in, in disability. I mean, it's barely going to pay up for the card note. So really keep that in mind. Now, what do you do about it? It's called a one six Section 162A bonus plan. Section 162A bonus plan. This was taught to me by one of my disability uh, carrier buddies, uh, Michael Chase at One America. Great guy. Look him up. He talked to me about this several years ago, and I've always remembered it. I always come back to it because I always see it popping up over and over and over. So, uh, without getting into details of that on this call, I just wanted to make you aware that there there are things you can do. There are times when you want to make that taxable. There's times when you make it tax-free and, and there are ways around this that are very simple but here's here's my last point um, someone asked me the other day why did my broker not tell me about this like we've never heard of this except you come along and you ask us 
are we grossing up incomes? And they're like, what does that mean? Like, they've never even heard of why I'm asking. And here's here's what I think. Without, without bashing anybody, but being very truthful, um, I think most brokers are just that. They're brokers. They broker contracts. The definition of a broker is you get a rate, you get a contract, and you're the middleman, and you pass it between the carrier and the client, carrier and the client. And in between, there's a commission paid, and your job is to broker the deal. I think most brokers are brokers. But we're not a broker. We're an advisor. And the word advisor means look out into the future and make actions and decisions that could impact your client. That's what an an advisor does. A benefits advisor is very different than a benefit broker. Now, it sounds the same. But ask yourself, has anyone ever talked to you about the missing 20%? And that's just on disability insurance. I could go down the line, and maybe I will... What do you need to know about dental insurance? What about vision? Medical, There's a, that's a whole wide topic. We could talk about all kinds of things. What about HSA accounts, HRA accounts? What about carve-outs, executive carve-outs? Where does that make sense? So there's all types of things you can do when related to benefits that attract and retain employees. So hope this is helpful. Another resource, don't forget, YouTube. Just go to YouTube, Benefit Hackers, type in. We have a great resource there. If I could ever help you, look us up, and I'd be glad to help. Have a great day.